of a full head of red hair. All right, we ready? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. And whenever you see video of this podcast, you know, well, gee whiz, old Freckles must have a special guest. Well, unfortunately, that is not true today. Uh, my guest today is astoundingly mediocre. Um, I've actually been ducking this interview, and he just kept calling me, <laughs> tacking up, and I just decided, like, you know what? Let's just fucking get this over with. It's a rainy, gloomy day. What more perfect weather to welcome my wonderful guest, Mr. John Lovitz, everybody. John Lovitz. John, wake up, buddy. Buddy. Hey, there we go. Uh. Got to get some of this five-hour energy to stay awake for this thing. Why are you so mean to me, by the way? Did you hear your why, intro? Why can't you just admit how much you like me? I like huh? you very much, you Bostonian bastard. Yeah, you're always, like, coming at me. I like how you're dressed. I like you. you have a little flair there in your collar. This is Robert Graham, the shirt and the thing. Mm -hmm. Who are you wearing? Robert Graham? Robert Graham. Oh. I just said that. Is is that a Macy's line? How's or the listening that... techniques coming along? Do, are you a Nordstrom's guy? No. No, but you know what? What? My uh, a f One of my best friends mm -hmm. used to date a guy that his mother was a Nordstrom. Oh, was part of that family? Yes, like directly, like all of his uncles own it. Oh, so this guy, he was like and a gold digger? And he turns out... No, he was a very nice guy. No, but she. No, my friend was loved, and I met the guy, and I go, "He's gay." She goes, "No, he's not." And then three years, they guy. break up, and it turns out that he's gay. Is a very nice guy, and he texted me. But anyway, I, he, wait, he said, wait a second. He said you knew you before said, you me. Said, you said the guy was dating a guy at Nordstrom's. No, let me. No, no. Dating my friend Nordstrom. is a woman, and she was oh. one of the best with a woman. She was dating a guy whose family owns Nordstrom. Oh. And at one point, when I first met him, I said, you know, he, he's that guy. He's very nice, but he's gay. She goes, No, he's not. <laughs> I go, you, Yeah, yeah. So anyway, wait. At one did, point, how she did says you know to me, he was gay? Did he put his hand because on? Because you him? couldn't. Because anyway, she. My friend said, Was he, he just walking around? Three, chances, they ended up breaking oh. up. No, it was very obvious. So then she says, She goes, No, he has a kid. This. So then she says to me. How did you know he was gay? What was your first clue? I go, him. <laughs> and he even asked me, he goes, how did you knew before I knew? That's bizarre. Very I understand nice being in the... Up Nordstrom's. I, well, I, I didn't think that that name. was going to turn into some lifetime movie yeah, about you, coming out to a... Yeah, you did. You knew exactly what you were doing. I knew I was going to pull you it know, off. You know, I don't think people know that we, you know, we're, we're uh, you know, we met through um, a uh, dating app. Randy Wal <laughs> Shh. Ran yeah, Randy Waldman, who was a great piano player and also your helicopter instructor. Yes. Instructor. And I just got off the phone. And did you know, before, I don't know if you know this, but whenever Randy f uh, flies with you, he makes out a new will <laughs> right before. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. It would surprise me. He always has his hands near the controls when I'm on him. Um, no, he's actually, <coughs> excuse me, tuberculosis. He's um, actually uh, as good a helicopter pilot as he is a, a pianist, and he was, really? a, he was a prodigy piano player. His first gig was with uh, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, and now he's, he's doing uh, shows with me. I don't know if you know that. I, I know. You didn't, you didn't show up. 
Why do you had a you had a? Well, you call you no, know, you call me like last second to tell me that you're singing your jokes at a, at a Panera Bread place. April eighteenth, I'll be at Vibrato. Oh, Vibrato oh, Jazz Club. Can you can you sing us a, a joke or something that you're doing? Maybe. Yeah, yes, sure. Bill Bird <laughs> likes it in the butt. <laughs> Gently, when you squeeze his left nut. Oh, the blood flows out of his butt wherever he goes. Are you, now, are you going to open with that? No. That, that feels like a middle of the set. You're the one, when you, when you're you bring the one it down. who's opening. Oh, I see what no, you're No, but I, I have a question for you, because uh, you'll notice this very quickly in this uh, in this uh, mm -hmm. podcast that I have a severe ADD. My br after seven seconds, my brain goes off on tangents. Now to be a, I'm like really Stop trying, trying to, to focus. act like you're Robin Williams and you just can't. No, I'm not. It's, it. But it's true. Yes, you are not. <laughs> no, I've never it's, said. And I've been I waiting for years for you to finally admit that the way you carry yourself with the pompous. I'm fucking, not Robin Williams, but you're, I knew you're, you're him. Cowlick. He's a very nice guy, and I made him laugh. Unlike you. My question is, this is a compliment to you. What, how do you stay so focused? Being, you have to be being a helicopter pilot. Mm -hmm. it, to me, I'm it's being sincere now. Yes. Oh, and it's killing me. But it's impressive that you're a helicopter pilot. Isn't that way harder than flying a plane? And aren't there like a million things to do at once? How do you do it? Well, I've never flown a plane, so I, I don't know. I, all I can say is if I can learn how to do it, then anybody can learn how. And I actually thought... My biggest fear was not learning how to fly it. It was ground school and the te test, and because you know I did not do well in school, so I didn't think. Uh, but yeah, I also, <clears throat> you know, John, whenever you lash out at me like that, it's just, I just know it's all self-loathing. Okay, and you can come in here with your Tony Curtis haircut and act like you're you're just the bee's knees, and I just don't buy it. Tony Curtis. There's another is that guy. What this is There's another guy that went to Nordstrom's. That I have hair and you don't. Hmm. Like it's my fault. No, there's just something about the I way. I didn't it's... give you my jeans. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. Why are you? Saying... I actually had a good idea for yeah. you. Jesus. You know how you play. Why do you yell at the beginning of your sentences? Is that the shut? I the get other excited. No, oh, I get okay. excited. Um. I think. Did you lose you it You should have me open for you. You're playing arenas now, but I think with me, you could be playing stadiums. Okay, I'll bring you on the road. Yeah, but you have to pay me. Oh, well, no, I, I understand that. that. Over. I understand that. You want to go on the road with me? Is that what you want, John? Is that what this is all about? That's what not theory? what this is about, but yeah, I would like to. I've never played an arena. <laughs> Look, well, you've been you know, keep looking at your face. You're aging naturally. Your camera, they go, the camera adds 15 pounds. Your camera is adding like 100. No. Off camera, this is, doesn't even exist. It's you like, know, there's a lot of women that are into that. It's a fetish. They call them uh, pelicinos. <laughs> you know, like furries? They're into people with... Uh, son of a bitch bastard. No, your face oh, has... I just got to stay know what forward. I like? Your face has its own neck pillow. <laughs> It must be nice when you get on a plane. Well, like, my grandmother you go like had this, this. Your neck fat just kind of <laughs> catches you. Before. <laughs> I know it's true and it's sad. I don't know where this came from. I really don't. I'm thinking maybe it's because I eat too much, but I highly doubt it. It's just, I just think I breathed in really hard once and too much air, and it went 
and then it just stuck. Dizzy Gillespie had a neck like that, but it was because he played the trumpet and changed music. That was his cheeks. You, you on the other hand, have a, have that because you eat cake at night. No, pastries. But da 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 da. Salt peanuts. Salt peanuts. Um, <laughs> this is basically. You're one of my favorite people in this business because this is all we do, is we just give each other shit. Yeah. And I have been having a field day with, you know, the Gaza Strip. have never done it in Gaza person, though. It's always on tech. The Gaza I have been having a field day texting you oh, annoying, here things, we go. annoying things about the Gaza Strip. Well, let's just call this episode The Jew and the Nazi. Let's just get down to it. We do it in text. We've never done it I'm face just, to face. I'm just presenting. And I told you I'm bringing my howitzer. Oh, God. Boom. Go ahead. No, I just mentioned. Let you know, the game begin. We like to discuss world politics. And ways to solve them, or possible sources for the conflict. You know, I like. I have to be honest with you. I never had a problem with Jews until I met you, and then I was like, ah, now I get it. (laughs) Every other really Jewish person I met was they were nice, they were very family oriented, and you just walking around like this Bond villain with your little dog. <laughs> How old is that fucking dog? I mean, you can't leave it alone yet. When is it going to grow up and get a driver's He's license? He's in good shape. He's thirteen. His the dog name, is in great shape. Yeah, his name is Jerry Bruckheimer the third. Yes, <laughs> that's his actual name. I know. Unlike you, I'm actually friends with the real Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, I love when you throw your show business then friends in my cat. face. What was uh, what was Gavin? You know the way we. T- hmm? What was Gavin McLeod like? When he you, was like when, you, when, bald. When, when, you, <laughs> when you did the love boat. Yeah. Let's go back, okay? Before you had the chins, okay? And you look good in Bermuda shorts, okay? Don't do that. Don't make the sad face. You know what? I'm just going to tell you this true story. I did a movie once. I was an extra, and the lead actor said, you know what? Can you do this little bit? And I did it, and he goes, you could have a career in, in comedy. Mm-hmm. And this was years ago. And this guy was at his peak. His name was Charlie Chaplin. You? Whoever said you were good? Tick tock. Uh, tock. <laughs> you actually now, were when, great. When, when you, you were great in um, the Pete Davidson movie. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while. The I, King of Staten Island. King of Staten Island. No, I'm being sincere. That's why I first met. You were so great. Now, you, were, you, were, you started. The- I didn't even know. You weren't, fun, you weren't funny. You weren't trying to be funny. It was a drama. But you were so great. That I didn't know it was you, and I kept going, wait, is that Bill? No, that's not Bill Barr, is that? It is. But in end, you look <laughs> well, the good like work that, that 15 can... years older in the movie than you do in person. Can you ex- please explain that one? Well, no, you... really, you look like... I can't just get a fucking word. Can you word answer or... the question? You have a lot of Regis Philbin when I'm you're... waiting. You yell the beginning of the sentence. <laughs> do I? <laughs> What's the answer? Um, Come on. I think you were confused because it was actually good, and your 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 thoughts of me is that I'm horrible. And I know you joke around about it a lot, but I know that that's coming from someplace. Well, deep down, deep down, <laughs> you are horrible. I, this is your whole act. Albert Einstein's a genius. What do you think, Bill? Um, I, I don't. Is he? Is he? <laughs> is really? Really? He couldn't even get a decent haircut. What, what's that? 
His mustache, he couldn't trim it. The guy who had AD, he was just, you know, he how'd you come up with your stuff, Albert? Oh, I sit in the couch and think for 20 minutes. Ooh, that's right, so wait, hard. I'm, I'm going to do your fucking act. Go ahead. Why the chicken cross the road? <laughs> To get to that kooky other side. How? And the fucking band kicks in. That's what you do, you No, this is my act. Lounge lizard. Can't say oh, lounge you wake up in the morning and you brush your teeth. Bill Burr takes it up the butt. <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you brush your hair. Bill Burr <laughs> takes it up the butt. It's as easy as one, two, three. As simple as A, B, C. You wake up in the morning and you take a breath of air. Bill Burr takes it up the butt. Up the butt, up the butt, up the butt. That's my act. Hey, you know what? I have an idea for a movie for you. I know you're looking for a project. <laughs> I heard All right, you reboot yeah. Kung Fu Panda. All right, you're playing the panda. Just stay with me, all right? <laughs> and you still have martial arts, but because it's you, you call it Jiu-Jitsu. And it's just about you in a bear suit. That that joke is... Kicking the shit. You have a yarmulke. Just let me, let me flesh it out. Go ahead. All right, we're not even on page 10. I'm not even giving you the motivation. All right. All right, you're a furry. You know, you meet some chick. She dresses like, uh, you know, Yogi Bear, and you guys bang. And then somewhere in there, there's something about the Federal Reserve. I haven't, I haven't worked out the second and third acts yet, but just wondering what you think about mm, that. I like it, to be honest. I think it's very good. You're you, very you, Beverly D'Angelo, and uh, maybe we can get one of those young pop stars yeah. in there. To now do I have a movie idea for you. No, Jesus. Um, you, you're in America. And you're watching the news, and you go, "I, this, Hamas, I gotta help him." So you go <laughs> over there and go, "Fellas, fellas, get out of the fucking tunnels! Come on, you're losing. Let's let's try something. I have a secret strategy that'll work." Oh, it's like that soccer show that wins all the Emmys all the time. What's that? What's that? Ted Lasso. It's like Ted Lasso meets Hamas. I mean, that's how you sell it. Yes. Yeah, Ted Hamas. Yes. All right. But your name isn't Ted Lasso. What could it be? Bill Hitler. <laughs> Something like that. That's just off the top of my head. It's incredible. Like your hair. <laughs> oh. And your turn. I don't want to fight you. No, I know. Did you ever see Steve Martin and a Mark Short show? The first time. Oh, there's a murder in, in the apartment. No, no. They're, they're live show. It's really funny, but no, the, I, every time the first twenty minutes, this is what they do. They go, you know, Hollywood compliment when you're saying something nice, but not, it's a backhanded, mm -hmm. and they just rip each other for twenty minutes like this, and it's hilarious. Like no, you know, I love your sh shirt. Do they make that in men's? You know, gee, you know, you say to someone, what a lovely dress. Do they have it in your size? You know. Yes. They just completely. Could you give me some more examples? Because I didn't understand it the first I know. fucking nine times. Bill, your act is so funny. I forgot to laugh. You know, I don't know who forgot to put the ice packs under your fucking eyes today, but like, I'm really getting tired of looking at that puss. What do you think about that? Well, you know what you look. You, you know what? You know what? Speaking they, of puss, you, you look how like, is yours coming along? You because look, I understand you recently <laughs> transitioned, and I think it's great. You know, what'd they do? Chop your dick <laughs> off and punch a hole, and you go, "I'm good to go." And then you go home to your wife. She's like, well, she goes, Bill, I don't know what to say, but you chopped your dick off, but it looks bigger than ever. 
Bill Burr has a penis and now it's an innie. <clears throat> this is just your dysfunctional way of saying that you like me. Yeah, it is. You know... Why are you so guarded with you? I just want to say something. I think transgender... Say something. You haven't shut the fuck up for 20 minutes. Singing... Pitching. Okay. Do, do I, uh, I thought this was going to be a dialogue. All right. Go ahead. No. I'm. I'm Where you go ahead is not how you start a conversation. How long have you lived alone? Um, that's why you have a dog. The thing can't fucking interrupt you. That's right. Do you squeeze it? Do you squeeze your dog? Sometimes a little too vigorously. When you have a bad set, you come home. You just fucking hear it yelps a little bit. And then you get this sense of power that you don't feel you have in the rest of your life. Is that what happens? And then you go into the bathroom and there's no more conditioner left and you blame the dog. Do you? Hmm? You want me to listen? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and look how the real you, the ugliness spews forth from the bowels of your brain. My God. What are you talking about? You've been like ridiculously rude. You've interrupted. You're shouting. I'm not shouting. And you're just, sh I have you're energy. disheveled. Do you want me to just say not? You didn't even dress up. You came in here. I, th this is dressed You look up. like you were on your way to the dry cleaners. You're like, oh, fuck, I got to do a podcast. This is designer clothing for you. And this, this shirt and this jacket are from the same designer. Do you have a deal? Do you have a clothing line? Or anything I like want that? one, yeah. I would like it. Robert Graham. Robert Graham? Beautiful men's clothes. The John Lovitz collection? Well, I wouldn't get rid of I wouldn't have a big cardboard cutout of you, second floor Nordstrom's, looking over your shoulder. <laughs> mm. It's Bermuda shorts, and just you sort of bring it back. You know, I could go directly to the issues with your father the dentist but I think that's below the <laughs> no, belt go ahead you? Yeah, then I'll talk about your dad who built a hospital and then had you yeah who didn't do right, much of, who didn't do much do of anything alright go ahead your dad's a dentist did he forget to teach you how to floss <laughs> Jesus Christ your breath is so bad my dog's throwing up and he's sitting down there on the floor and your turn <laughs> I love the end your turn and scene. I heard your dad didn't die of natural causes. <laughs> I heard he saw your act and went home and killed himself. <laughs> so you wouldn't have to see the second show. And back to you. Go ahead. Be meaner. You know you got it in you. Mm. Oh, he's thinking. Well, um, no, I don't want to be mean. I just, I understand you because it's hard having a father who doesn't really love you. <laughs> and just, just thinks of you as, you know, baggage and all right, all right. I mean, my dad, I have a twin sister. I was born second. My dad called me placenta. He was joking, but he wasn't. Yeah, but it's good to grow up without love. What did your dad call you? Bowel movement? Bill. BB. By the way, what your first name is Wilbur. So when no, you No, it's William, you fucking No, idiot. it isn't. It's Wilbur. You do you were is Wilbur. You, Wilbur Burr. What's your first name? Jacob? John. <laughs> Jonathan. You changed your first name so you could work in show business. So you didn't change Lovitz. Let me I'm just. I'm saying you're dumb. That. <laughs> Why didn't you change your name to John O. Lovitz? Maybe John. Like David O. Sells. Maybe, they maybe, used to maybe do you that, can sell you know. some tickets in the red states. 
<laughs> they John O'Lovitz they... coming to Texas. <laughs> they love. I me. like that John O'Lovitz. <laughs> Do you know the movie producer that did Gone with the Wind? David Selznick, and he did that. He changed his name to David O. Selznick. He did exactly that. I know. Kept and the I, David and kept the Selznick. And anti-Semites are so fucking stupid that probably worked. Did work. How do you feel about the news? I don't watch it. I find it astoundingly uh, depressing. And, uh, you know, I saw something stupid comment. They go, there's no hate speech. There's speech you hate. They, these fucking, I feel like it's their only power that they have is to just be fucking mean and not understanding of other people. Well, you know, it's, the, the, I have to. And then they, they always like, fuck your feelings and everything. They're some of the most sensitive fucking people. Put on a mask. Ah, I can't breathe. I thought I was doing a podcast. I didn't know it's coming to a comedy show. What are you talking? I'm just, okay. Well, I'm trying to answer. You know, maybe if you sold some more tickets, you could afford a hood on your sweatshirt. <laughs> I was going to give you a compliment. Uh, you don't know how to do that. No, you were, I saw you on Joe Rogan, and you were talking about the, corona, uh, coronavirus. the coronavirus. Yeah. The and corona? Said, isn't that a beer? What is it then? Yeah, that's what they called it. Isn't is it? it corona? Yeah. It's, you get it I from, thought it was COVID. It is. They also called it the coronavirus. From, oh, yeah. They yeah, called call it the Red, Red Bull? Beer. The Red Bull flu? No, and you were sitting there with your, you know, be, trying to be all, you know, hip, but not really, but trying hard, but acting like you're not trying hard with your cigar. You go, and you go, you know, I'm not going to sit here with you. And I, Joe, I've known, I love Joe, and I think he's very... I, I get you're going to trash but me. Just said, get on to no, it. No, I'm not trashing Joe. You just said, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here with no medical... We're not going to sit here with no medical degree and say what's the cause of and cure of COVID. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's like okay, finally yeah. he's admitting that he's an idiot. It's a <laughs> but right, but you're right. But that's that's the news in social media. Everyone's got an opinion, and so they all think they're geniuses. And so there's a lot of disinformation out there. For wow. example, wow, you I've you seen a lot this? of tweets about you. Oh, he's so funny. He's so funny. You've got to see his show. He's hilarious. And I'm like, disinformation is incorrect. <laughs> And maybe I should say, like, disinformation ain't right. But that's what it's, you know, disinformation is incorrect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there's a lot of... Uh, <clears throat> That'll get letters. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit. I, I just, yeah, I just sort of, like, I, I tap out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you drinking that shit? To you, wake me up. I don't know, sleep good. I had to Five, get up at 8 like, this morning, like, and like 8, I went, oh, God, I went to bed at 10. I kept waking up. It's so early. I know, but that's like liquid cocaine. And a man in your shape. Yeah, so what? How much blow did you do back in the day? I didn't do any. <coughs> I didn't need, first of all, was remember the basketball player Len Bias? Cocaine for you was powdered sugar. <laughs> right. High. On top of your chocolate I got cake. Saturday Night Live. I gained 10 pounds every year for five years, and it's still there. And tell me, tell I, me. Tell, this here is cake from 85. I haven't been able tell to Tell people what it. Lauren said to you when you kept putting on weight. What did he say to you? Um, we don't need another fat guy. Oh, uh, John, we already have a fat person. We already have a fat guy. We, we don't, don't need, need another fat one. Guy. But we, they didn't have a fat guy. <clears throat> or maybe he meant Chris Farley. But, um. I never, uh, I never did that stuff. Remember Len Bias, the basketball player. He was supposed to be, he was going to be like LeBron James or, 
uh, How could Michael be LeBron Jordan. James? LeBron was James wasn't around yet. No, he was going to be like the next. He would have been giant thing in the NBA. We and, were finally going to get. And a, he was a 23. Self. He did cocaine and he had a heart attack and died. They go. It was the first time he did it. I don't know, but it scared the, first the crap you, out of me. I don't think the first time you you try cocaine, you freebase it. I have no idea. But that uh, it was a real tragedy, Bill. I know the Celtics drafted him. And I was fucking living in the state at the time, well, you know, and it scared and the it shit out of me. We actually fucking agree, and you're still yelling at me. Don't stare at me like I'm all of a sudden. You know what? This Why are you classic, trying to make me cry? Classic abuse. You don't have that emotion. You're not. You're not. You don't have access to that. You know when you cry. You Look know when it, you cry. It's not my fault. You went bald. I had nothing to do with it. Let Blame somebody else. Listen, if you think your hair system blame is fooling anybody, wife. you've had that fucking receding hairline for 40 years and it hasn't moved. You took the back off of your, your hair off your back and you stuck it on your head and now you're sitting here acting like you're better than me. You're not. You're not. I am. Hey, ball don't lie. The ball don't lie. Right. <laughs> you can keep, say that to yourself all day long, but the fact is, deep in your heart, we both know, I am better than you. Can you please pop your collar you when you do that? And you're going to start crying? What's it like having someone sit across from you and you go, <laughs> my God, I've met my match. I, I rip people all the time on stage. They laugh. But this guy <laughs> comes back like a fucking howitzer. There's nothing I can say that he doesn't have Wait a, a second. comeback. Boom, boom, boom. You're like, oh, my God, I thought it was just me. Just me, just me. Well, it ain't. Are you fucking writing your own good review here? I didn't. I mean, I knew we would have nice back and forth. I didn't realize it was so one-sided. What do you mean? I'm saying you're hysterical, but I'm saying not. I'm coming. You're. I'm coming back at you, and you don't know what to do. So you go to the bottom, the butt, the pit, the depths. The nuts, the below the belt. What are you talking about? You've been singing about me taking it in the ass like from the beginning. You immediately went bodily fluid jokes. Don't act I like I said you're, what? That you what? Don't act like you're fucking, you have a higher brow fucking I'm comedy sorry. than I do. I said that, I'm not, I would never say that. I'm you just look saying. You like an extra in casino. I'm extra. We need someone that looks like a degenerate. We need to have somebody that looks like they've never won in their life. I know John Lovitz. Should we give him you some lines? Like? We don't want him to act. We want this picture to make money. Here's a nice Stick him in the back. Shut your face. Yeah. Stick him Here's in the back. Here's a movie for you. You know what? Your nose makes your face you be, very you, aerodynamic. You go. <laughs> like, like, that's, is a that, is, that's a good one. Yeah. Do you, you stick your head out the window you. like Ace Ventura? I have an idea for a movie for you. You go, you go to a school. <laughs> you're a teacher. A school for the deaf. And they all gather outside, right? Mm -hmm. And then you go to teach them. You go, hi, Mr. Burr. I'm going to... I'm going to teach you right and then they go what are you doing they're fucking deaf and you go oh sorry and you go any and you start doing sign language and then all of a sudden the sun comes out from behind a cloud and it bounces off your head and it blinds them now they're deaf and blind because it's of the called the sheen off of your head it's called the helen kellers and then what happens is Jack Black comes in and teaches him to play guitar. And that's the happy ending that you know, everybody wants. I'm going to go. I didn't want to go here, but now I am. Because you're going, oh, your nose, your nose. Okay, what's with this fucking wannabe mole right here on your head? What's that bump? It's, it's precancerous. Is it cancer? But it's too close to my brain, so they can't remove it. Fingers closed. You know, I'll tell you what that is. I'm going to tell you the truth about that thing. 
And I know the truth. Good, you then I'm going to talk about your fucking airbags. You went to a doctor and you said, doctor, what is this thing on my head? <clears throat> the dermatologist says, I don't know. We, you better go to a specialist. So you went to a German dermatologist and he goes, oh, that thing on your head is going to become a full grown penis. And Wait, he why, said, why does he have and a he German said, accent? Because that's where he's from. And so... <laughs> <laughs> So, and you, and you, Bill Burr, said, Doc, what are you saying? I'm going to walk around the rest of my life seeing a dick hanging in front of my eyes. And he says, no, you'll never see it. And you go, why not? He goes, because your balls will be covering your eyes. And that's what that is. Can I ask you a question? Does your right eye get more sleep than your left eye? <laughs> why is the bag under your left eye so much bigger than the right eye? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Which it, one's better? That one. That one has it's. It's fucking gigantic. This is what I look like. I used to look like this. Oh, all right. Alone, I looked like twenty years younger. Why don't Why don't you Let's check this out? That's amazing. Boom. Oh wow. Check the, here. I can. So lose. why don't you just get some tape? You do like you do the movie of your life. I'm First thinking of, all, of it. It's called Plexiderm. Nobody. Oh, you were talking. Sorry. Nobody wants to play you in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to play yourself. So we just get some tape. Okay, and this is young John Lovitz. We keep your hair salt and pepper, right? We just and we just bring it back down for the closing number in the end, and um, <clears throat> we'll give your character cancer, and you'll get nominated. You know, am I supposed stuff. to be looking into your eyes or looking at this thing? Because it's becoming another head. All right. Well, why don't you vacuum up the room with your fucking nose? How about that? You son of a bitch. Yeah. Why don't you? You got a big shark nose. Do they close the beach when you lay on your back? Huh? You want to go old school here? Oh, you want to go down that town? Down, down that down, street? Down, down that town? Huh? You want to go down that street? All right. I'll do that with your fleece overcoat. Stop staring at me like you know how to fight. Although, you've had a couple of scraps in your life, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Look, you got your fist all balled up. Huh? You ready to go? <laughs> Good thing you pulled your hand away because I almost killed you. I don't want to have the eczema or whatever that's on your fucking knuckles. <clears throat> Is that from jerking off in Alaska? No, you fuckwad. <laughs> it's psoriasis. You have psoriasis? I can't tell yeah. you much. That just made me happy. And you have alopecia. <laughs> so what's the difference? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, now we're equal. I'd rather I can take medicine to get rid of this. Oh, can but you? You? Why don't you? That hair ain't. You're not selling back enough fucking tickets. Without surgery. I could go out. You and know get what? A fucking, actually, listen, I, I like could have gone out and got a fucking hair system like you and sit across like some retired game show host. This is all natural. I don't know what you're talking. I about. I know. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you feel any guilt with a fucking hair system trashing somebody? That's like somebody with fake titties making fun of some flat chest. Oh, after chick. what you said about my nose and the fat under my chin. No, I don't feel any guilt. I feel great. Right. Now, let me ask you this. How did you go? This is a real question. Okay. When you're playing a club, right? Or you used to, but you remember. Now you're playing a, a, a theater and then you play arenas. <laughs> Do you have to change your, like, in an arena, like your timing as if you were in a, say, like an improv club? Is it, would you have to do anything different? And no. if so, what? No. No, well, the, okay. sound, the sound systems are amazing now, so you, you don't have to do that. It's not like back in the day when they used to bounce off the back and then come at you, you don't. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know why you need this information. You're never going to play an arena. No shit. <laughs> That's why I want you to open for you so I could. I did I'll, it once. I'll have you. I'll have you. I was at Madison Square Garden. 
It, it wasn't me. I was. The, I was at a Knicks game. Bill. Yeah. The, <laughs> no. Uh, Paul Simon was raising money for a, a for a, short people. An, like a blue a bus for like, <clears throat> more like an ambulance to go in to help people in the in the in New York City. You know, all people or just your people. No. Okay. African American people. Okay. I was just making sure. Making so sure your heart like was in eighty five. Right so they had a big concert. It was called Big Blue, I think, at, at Madison Square Garden. It's called the ambulance. And he asked is going me to be to in it. Them. And then I, I was in it and I got on stage doing my liar character, my very famous bit. And mm -hmm. uh, this was like an and and I was just I'd never been on a stage. You know, I'd seen bands, but I'd never been on the stage. It was you know, Madison Square Garden is like nineteen thousand people. And I think when you did it, it was like eighteen thousand. This was 19,000, <laughs> and it was, like, amazing. That is so fucking it was, petty. It was so, it was so. <laughs> you want to hear petty? There was a fucking comedian one time. He goes, like, you know, I did it in the round. These other guys are doing it, like, fucking, they got the stage, blah, blah. He had to fucking say that. It was so fucking petty. I hate the, I did one show in the round. I think it's the stoop, it's, maybe it's good for music. I like it. It's, you do? Yeah. Uh, but then your back's always to somebody. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, but it also it makes it way more intimate. Well, what do you do? Do you draw a little face on the back of your head <laughs> and get like lips, a little mechanical lips, and blah 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 blah? So that I hate it. I think it's listen, the just because stupidest idea ever for a stage. Listen, just because you're limited as a performer doesn't mean you have to keep attacking my looks. I've well, why don't they do? Why don't they do a stage where like it's you know everybody's in the arena and the stage is outside in the parking lot? Why don't they do that? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Well, I'm just saying it's a dumb idea. Why don't you stop doing this every time I'm talking? I've noticed you do that. What? You start going up. <laughs> start revving the engine of your voice. Oh, because I get an idea. John, oh, I know. And that, that I get all excited. Can I ask you a question, sweetheart? Would you rather why, be bored? Why? Are you gay? No. I don't know. No. <laughs> why are you here? Is there Your a producer invited me. I... No, you fucking asked me. No, you for, asked me for no, years, years. <laughs> when am I doing your podcast? Yeah, when am you I doing my podcast? And then when you, am I doing podcast? And then you come in here, and you were just bringing this rude energy that you know, I do not appreciate. <laughs> Where's the warmth? Where's the guy? Um, when I watched your VHS tape, that your Excuse agent me, sent me. Did you me, forget that your the name? Agent sent me. That your agent sent me, and I popped that into one of the last VCRs in Los Angeles, and I watched your, your set at that Elks Club. I saw a young man with one chin that was warm and respectful to his audience, and then you come in, this fucking abomination. Yeah, let me just being. say something to you. Right behind you is a sign. It says, all things comedy. What are you doing? Can you start being funny? Because I have to what take is this funny five to you, hour energy to keep myself what is, what is, awake to <laughs> listening to your crap. You, you know what? I, let's let's be honest. Bill goes, oh, we both had fathers that were not nice. Let's put it like that. Like really. So I go, Bill, I have a book for you. I'd say help distracted. You. The verbally abusive relationship. It might help you. And what did Bill get out of it? Now, John, I have new ways to abuse you. Thanks for the book. Oh, that fucking. I mean, they had. There was like. There was like a highlights magazine like self-help book. I actually lost a lot of respect for your intellect when you sent me that book. It was like, did he buy this at the airport? Ever see people buy books You know, at the I don't airport? know if you're trying to be funny right now or you're <laughs> being serious. I can't tell. But you're really hurting my feelings. Not. 
because <laughs> you can say whatever you want, but I'm probably 10 years older than you. So probably I, I have more experience. I have 10 years more. You yeah, can't what failing? Be... <laughs> 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 Fuck. I think if people are going to listen to this, they're going to go, Bill won, Bill won. No, they're not. They're going to be, they, this is like when my wife comes on, she trashes me. They love it. And I, I'm enjoying it. I'm actually enjoying your pathetic attempts to try and hurt me. We're watching all things comedy. <laughs> this show is not funny. And it, I'm a great setup. I'm funny, but you're. Listen, John. No, you're a very you know, good You know comedian. something? The, the number one way. The difference between you and me is this. No, I'm, I'm going to interrupt. This is different. You're funny. You're funny. You're very funny. <laughs> but you're a comic. I'm a comedian. See, you say funny things. I say things funny. I can say anything and make it funny. Okay. Can you? No, I can't. I'm going to give you the me, word. I'm going to spell it out. Let's you, see. you give me an example. I want to see how the I'm going to spell out it. the word, just one mm -hmm. word, and let's see if you can make it funny, because okay. I can. H-E... I, I even can spell it out and be funny. Just do it. H-E-L-L-O. Oh, God. What's the word? It's John Lovitz. You go, hello. <laughs> Thank you. That's how you do it, yeah. Yes, hello. Yeah, yeah and it's funny. Now let you yeah. do it. You know what you have? You have next door neighbor on a sitcom level chops. Say the word N-O. No, say the word no, make it funny, go. <laughs> TikTok, time's up. Now I'll go. No. And I'm laughing. <laughs> John, I don't understand you. Nobody does. I like you. I don't understand me either. <laughs> so do you have anything to promote or did you just come in here to rip me a new oh, one? Oh, I didn't know if I could. Well, you did. I, it, I, I by the way, you, I mean, you fucking destroy me and I haven't. I, haven't I really, didn't really. I didn't even get started. We're talking about. Okay, all right. Believe me. No, I got plenty more in the tank. Right, oh, relax. I do. Relax. My second show is going to be completely different. <laughs> oh, I'm doing this again? What, what are we doing? You're supposed to... You're I supposed think we should do a series on, of this. You're supposed to come on this here. This is the first one. We rip each other. The second one is we're like really nice. Then the third one is we're back to ripping each other. And then the fourth one is you just rip yourself like you do every morning anyway with your own thumb. <laughs> now... Um, what's oh? How do, do I want to plug? How, anything? how do you? Apply? I don't want to plug you. Nice try. Can you just promote something to make this worth our while? In a well, moment? I'm at the Laugh Factory in in Vegas, and uh, th that's at the Tropicana Hotel. But they're they're uh, tearing down the that hotel. That April hotel 2nd. lasted seventy years until they booked you, <laughs> <laughs> and now they're tearing it down. Yes. I mean, it was a class. They have that beautiful that glass ceiling. That, what is it? They the, don't take the care of that state, hotel. The state. people that work there are very nice. But the, even the people that work there, they go, yeah, they... They don't they, kick... Take, once they said it, they go, yeah, they stopped vacuuming. They don't care. They don't take care of the people that stay there, and that's why they booked you there. Like, this is what they're giving you? No, I can't they had an amazing what the room. buffet is. Oh, I don't have my phone on me. They have an amazing room on the 20th floor. A huge, sweet, amazing views. Oh, that's... And that was horrible. Mm -hmm. You could see... I'm on, on Las Vegas Boulevard, and... I look out and there's a big billboard of MGM, and then you kept popping up on it. Bill Burr at the at the uh, park. What was it? I don't park MGM. Park MGM, over and over every ten seconds. Boom! There's your face. Boom! There's your face. Boom! There's your face. 
I, I never. I know. I had to go to the hospital. You were texting me. I got me. so sick. You were texting me. No, you know what I, I hate I about. Think it's you know, great. I actually am very supportive. Uh, I think it's amazing that you or any other comedian, Joe Coy used to open for me, playing arenas. There used to be, there was Steve Martin, and then there was like Andrew Dice Clay, and then I don't know, and then Dane, I love Joe Dane Coy. Cook and, 20 and, years and, ago, and, and then the, everyone's, there's like 10 of them. CAA, the agency, they dropped me. They go, we only want arena acts. I go, well, what is it? There's seven. And then they, I said, they go, no, we said we only want renal, renal acts, like Bill, rectum renal how bad did joe coy get fucked on that award show they gave the guy 10 fucking days to come up with that and then everybody's like ripping him and, well, that, and that actress called him an asshole and stuff it was just like as a comic i was just going like like who hasn't been there they, they ended up being like a bad corporate gig you know what i mean like they make yeah. just make jokes about ourselves um, well the, the yeah i mean some of his jokes were really funny it's weird if you he's a fucking great comic no, he, i worked with that guy a long time ago he's ridiculously ridiculously talented and then they they oh, stick I, they he stick. used to open for me and a lot of people did and then they moved on no and then Boom. i said he got so your good. turn i said your I can't turn follow you now i could follow him easy but then i couldn't but he's a great comedian he, no i he used to open for me for a year and a half now what does that mean that's not like you when you're backstage and you say to your the you're opening at you can you open for me? Oh, and that you're in your green room. And it, is it and true you, you were a body but, double for Al Gore? <laughs> mm. Is it is it true? Oh God! That you <laughs> you were um, Jewish and then you tell everyone you're not so they because you're just puss. Oh come on. Bill Berowitz. Yeah, I found out. <laughs> I did a deep dive on Wikipedia. Yeah, your nose job is great, Bill. John, yeah. is it true that your last dog killed itself because it got so sick of the loneliness? <laughs> is it true that your children want to change their last name to Lovitz because they want to be associated with a comedian that's actually funny? <laughs> and your is wife, it, Is Mrs. it true Lovitz? that you haven't bought clothes since 1991? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it true that you have a giant cheese ball in the crack of your ass right now and you go, leave it, I want it to grow? <laughs> Is that true? That one reflected more on you than it did on me. The, the, yeah. But you're, is it everything true you're saying is about you and then you're just pinning it on me. <laughs> so go ahead. Is it true that after the Tropicana closes... <laughs> They're going to bring you to Treasure Island, and then they'll quickly tear that one down, too. <laughs> Are you doing the John Lovitz Kills What's Left of the uh, Vegas Strip tour? Is it true that they put you at the Park MGM because that was the only place where they had a toilet wide enough for your fucking ass butt shit dick fucker? Is it true you got fired from the Paris because your nose made the Eiffel Tower look too small? <laughs> Is it true you just got canceled by the Anti-Defamation League because you're hiding your anti-Semitism behind jokes? And now... I, you know, anti-Defamation... I mean, I can still sell tickets. <laughs> Nobody gets canceled. You get demoted. <coughs> Is it true that... Oh, that John. You're, quit twiddling your thumbs. What's the real issue here? If you could go back and change one thing in your life, John, 
We're, we're going to end with some questions. I would make my penis smaller because it's so big that women, they call it the anchor. It's, I've split many women, and I don't mean to, and it's just, it's, a, it's, it's sad. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, I have a question. Your, 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 your favorite gig you've ever done. Oh, we're being serious? Hmm. Sorry. I would say, I mean, I would say the most fun, although I had, of course, you didn't, was uh, Saturday Night Live. Live television is the best. Now, I had a great time on well, SNL. Well, if you're going to go on there and do a monologue like that, Bill, I mean, oh, God. I mean, I've, I've heard, I never heard more silence than, you know, in my <laughs> life. I mean, I thought you were funny, but clearly the audience didn't. And as you pointed out, I'm an idiot, so... <laughs> SNL was your favorite gig? Yeah, I mean it was it was really hard. It was Kevin Nealon said it once. He goes, "Every week your highest highs and your lowest lows because you 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 would go to you know, I couldn't believe I was there the whole time I was on there." I couldn't I'm sure either. you couldn't. Yeah, when I know. I, I knew you were saying. Right. No, I couldn't even say Saturday night live the whole I go I'm on Saturday night live. I couldn't literally. I couldn't believe I was there. Did your dad ever show up and actually? He did come to a show, and then at the end, he was. I looked at him, and he was like, he was beaming, mm -hmm. which made me feel great, because that was the whole point, you know, trying to make him happy. What a waste of time! But he was happy that night. He was happy that night. Yeah, That's great. and I was thrilled, you know, and, and I just to see him smile like that was fantastic. It would be like, can you imagine that? You're on stage, and anybody in your family or your wife, anybody, and you finish and the crowd's on their feet cheering and they're looking at you and they're not frowning, but smiling. <laughs> Can you, right? You, but no. And that's, <clears throat> that's why I'm your friend. No, my family's been very supportive. Yeah, right. Listen, John, not everybody. Yeah, because you pay, you give them money. That's why they're supportive. John, not everybody. You're a narcissist. Not every, but just because you grew up that way doesn't mean everybody did. You know, I've, I've had issues. Yeah, but you did. We've talked about it. Don't don't start with me. No, you're, but you're acting like my whole family. I. S you, it wasn't my whole family. All right. They, they, they just relax with that and stop fucking leaning forward like. Oh, you look at you! Something. Look at you! I look touched, at you! I touched a nerve. No, no, no. I don't mind if you you trash my my dad. I, that doesn't bug me. But I mean, you can't take everybody else out. Everybody else was fucking cool. Were they? Ooh, you just went a little law and order there. Were they? Were they? I don't know about that. Were they? Were they? Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm doing you. Back to you. <laughs> Were they? Were they? Yeah. Ooh. I John, you know, nerd. I don't think people Well, that's realize. the one thing I've said that you actually got offensive of. But you can make fun about... You I know, got offensive you got of? You got a Jewish nose. Your nose I never said you had a Jewish nose. I said, I said you have and a... I'm you, John, love it. and I'm proud. You, John, I'll love it. I am what I am. I don't, you know, I didn't have a choice about it. Look, you went after the mole. It's the biggest thing on my face, and I had to go. I had to go back with the biggest thing on you. I went up to the mole because you went after everything. You talk, I, you talk about trying to look you in the eye. All I see is the tip of your nose. It's like a fucking oil tanker's coming into port. Oh, yeah. Your family doesn't love yeah. you. You know what? Leonardo DiCaprio should be standing on the bridge of your fucking nose, going like that. The only reason your family was supportive is because they were hoping once you played arena that you'd give them a bunch of money. Oh, now, you fucking bastard! Now dry your tears and get the. 
fuck out. You know what? I'm, I'm taking know something? over. Welcome to All Things Comedy. With I'm me. glad your blood sugar's through the roof. Why don't you ask me another question? I, you know what? When are you going to lose your first toe from that disease? <laughs> when are you going to get wart medicine and just take this thing off right here? Well, not I know. In another year, you, you want to be able to see out of that eye that way that <laughs> thing's growing. Do you wear a one-piece bathing suit because you're ashamed of your torso? Yes. <laughs> oh, don't do that. That's not fair. Surprise. You can't. Come on. You, you can't have feelings. You go to the beach. I hit All right. right I'm sorry. You wear pants and you wear sleeves. It's like you have leprosy. And everyone makes fun of you. I can't believe you went there. Why? Hey, do you have... Uh, do Why you did you... Go? I'm not even kidding now, Bill. I mean, we joke, but that's too far. Acting, thank you. Do you have your try again, do you have Baldy? Your, do you have your, do you have your initials on your slippers? I feel like you're really like old Hollywood, like you have one of those phones that curls around. Maybe the one that Joan. You Rivers know, had I wish ducky. I was in old Hollywood because I, my, I, I love those movies, and I don't fit in it. I don't fit here. I know I'm you talk like you're from the Depression. I know. Mr. and Mrs. Movies, America and all, thought, the sh all the ships at sea. John yeah, Lovitz yeah, is at the Laugh window. Factory at the Tropicana. Nice yeah. to see you, folks. How are you? This is, this is a character, Eddie Spumoso, a gangster on the phone with his mother, but he has syphilis of the brain, like Al Capone. Hello, Ma? Yeah, it's me, Eddie. Eddie Spumoso. S-P-I-M-O-Z-O. No, Eddie, your son. <laughs> the good-looking one. No, Eddie! Now listen, Ma. Doesn't like you never listened before. Dollface <laughs> and me are getting married. Yeah, tonight, 8 o'clock. So half Father Merigliano come on over about 7.45. All right, I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. Well, why'd you stick your hand in it if it was boiling? All right, I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. What? Now you listen to me. I don't care who you are. Keep those filthy jokes to yourself. No, I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's Bill Burr doing now? Well, put that thing on and try to slip it in. <laughs> He's crying? Blood. He says it hurts. No, put it in his butt then. Now what? He's smiling. <laughs> really? Listen, John, you can put all your fetishes on me. What are the questions? I know, you? I know. Yeah, nice <laughs> try. Go. Mirror, mirror, mirror. Okay. What are we, eight? Oh, it's opposite day. <laughs> no, you've just gone with the anal thing quite a bit on this show. <laughs> Because the word butt, it's just poop and butt. It's just funny. I don't care how old you are. I'll do this one. <coughs> they laugh. Sorry, my lip has gas. It's like an eight-year-old. That's what you're like. Oh, no. My comedy is sophisticated. It's above. I don't go for the cheap laughs. John, who are you talking to right now? Laughs. Who are you? Bloodly, bloodly blue. Who are you talking to? I hope we don't go too far and it ruins our friendship. Now, did you have another question? No. I mean, you're at go the ahead. Tropicana. You enjoy doing... Uh, well, I'll be elsewhere, and then I'm on the road. You know, I play all the improv comedy clubs, and it's delightful. Anyone in particular? I'm on a game show. You, you might well, I'm going to be in Miami in a couple of weeks in February, but, you know, it's just, you know, look at their schedule, and then I'm... Uh, what else am I doing? I'm on that this game This is the worst game promotion show. I've ever... You heard. asked me to plug stuff. You just told them to look at their schedule. I think it's February 22nd or something, third okay. 23rd to the 25th listen i don't want to get a text message from you saying that my podcast well doesn't plugging stuff to, uh, um, 
I'll be at the Laugh Factory, uh, you know, February, uh, I think, 15, 16, 17. And then I'm on a game show, uh, Funny You Should Ask. It's just comedians telling jokes. What's the name of the show? Funny You Should Ask. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. You talk like No, that's the yeah, funny, the show. funny You Should Ask. Yeah, well, I'm a good actor. You see, you can't tell the difference. Okay. Oh, and I'm doing an acting class one-on-one -on -one with you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I don't know if you'll ever get it. All right, John. what else? No, we're not I'm, ending this. I'm well, it's, it was only supposed to be a half hour. Well, you'll have to divide up into two shows. What do you mean a half hour? I was told it was an hour. Well, that's what we said, so you'd shut up. I wouldn't get up for a half hour. What do you mean you wouldn't get up? What time is it? I, I have, yeah, it's 11. We've done an hour. We've done an You've hour. You've got nowhere to go. I have a meeting oh, I have at 11 I have there in school. About trying to get better guests on my podcast. <laughs> I got to tell you, John, you have definitely been the low point. I've been doing this podcast for a long time. And every time I think like, wow, that guest just laid a fucking egg. You are the new benchmark. You know, everything you do is great, well, including sucking. I take that as a compliment coming from you. You look like Al Del I knew Vecchio. that would make you not say anything. No, I just wanted to say you look like Al Del Vecchio. Well, the you, guy, the guy ran Arnold's. The guy ran what? Arnold's on Happy Days. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. What well, if we, you look like we, Gabby Hayes. I don't know who that is, but that's hilarious. Good day. Who's he Gabe? was a w actor what played a western. Strong guy, Gates. You never seen him. He had a big beard. Do you only watch old shit too, like me? Mm-hmm. Remember this actor, Petticoat Junction? Well, I want to tell you what's going on. That's a big thing. I never saw Petticoat Junction, but I, I started watching Mannix. Well, my, 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 uh, you might like this story. One of my best friends I grew up with, his dad was uh, Ty Andrews, Captain Greer in Mod Squad. Did you ever watch that? You know, I can't find and what they, his best they... friend was Mike Connors. I, w I met. Trying to respond to your questions. I would watch Mod Squad if I knew where to watch it. I liked that when I was a kid. Watch it on your TV. Well, isn't, no, isn't it, what channel is it on? I don't know. It's, everything's on YouTube, though. Every, they've downloaded everything. Yes, oh, even man. when you had hair. <laughs> <laughs> Young Bill Burr. You look like Opie with the red hair and the freckles. That's a good one. Yeah. I never heard of that one. That's a, that's a fucking By fresh way, reference. By the way, is Andy Griffith your dad? <laughs> Did you sleep with Aunt B? Do you know that's why I couldn't watch that show? Why? Aunt B just fucking annoyed the Made shit out of me. Hot. No, she annoyed me. I could, you know what, every time I... I could imitate her. Hello? Every time oh, I... Andy. That's my one impression, one of my impressions I do. Andy. Oh, Bill Burr's here. Bill, come quick, I'm horny. Oh, God, here comes... Bill Burr. Put it under my apron. Mmm, delightful. Yeah, that's you. I like how you go, yeah, the confidence afterwards. Like, it was amazing. Um, <laughs> well, I have to do that in case it didn't work. Called All right, John, it. despite your rudeness. Did you want to ask me any questions? Is this an interview? Boring, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to, it's 11 o'clock. I have to be somewhere at 11.30. No, you don't. You're a very fair weather friend. No wonder I'm here because it's raining. I just did an hour. The podcast is actually, it's over and you're still talking. Well, I, I have John Lovitz. 
Don't leave them wanting. I more. have a question for you. This is leave real... them wanting less. All right, but I have, a, I have a real question for you. <laughs> this is real. You asked me what was my funnest uh, thing. I funnest. Remember. I'm not most that fun. fun. Yes, thank you. What was what what was the most uh, performing? What was the most exciting thing you've done? So. Yeah, what was it? No, I don't. Are know. you ask? Yeah, I'm, I'm asking I'm, you. Oh, as a comedian. Or actor, what was the most, ex where you were like, oh man, this is. There's too many to list. I had a fucking great time last night at the comedy store in the OR. It was just fun. I was trying new shit out. I had a great time. And then this fucking lady just started yelling at me, like saying what I was saying wasn't true. Oh, you, you ripped her? I didn't. I didn't really. I just kind of, in the end, I was just like, there was just no talking to her. And I just said, I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. Do me a favor. Text me or tweet me all the books that you've read so I can attain your level. I just went like that. I just like. She said what you were saying wasn't right. Says it wasn't true. Wasn't true. Oh, so it was all the anti-Semitic stuff. No. About is no. It wasn't about your oh, people. No, because you could just no. Because that's you give true. a fuck about anything but yourself. No. They should have an entire wing in the Museum of Tolerance just about you. <laughs> And on that uh, and, note... And it has nothing to do with Jewish people. It's just how to tolerate... No, you walk in. That's You great, walk in, and it's a giant method. picture of you, and it says, don't judge us all because of him. <laughs> that, you, that's a great joke. Oh, thank you, fucking Simon. Finally. Simon, there you go. This is my own the fucking... Yeah, who wants I'm to sitting be a back singer? and judging you because I'm older than you. No, you're not. It's experience. because you actually really respect me, and you like me, and this is your that's fucked up way true. of showing it. Well, why that's can't you... Right. Why, you got to be a cunt the whole time? You're the cunt. Let me tell you something, you dirty, rotten scoundrel. Um, oh, but what did you really you know want to say? What did I want? Rhymes not... with pew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's great about you being Jewish? Is anytime anybody goes to call you out about what a fucking asshole you are, you get to act like, oh, it's you, you, you're saying that about all of us? No, I'm saying it about you. I wish you had lapels on right now so I could just grab hold of both of them and just tell you how much I don't like you. And I wish that you were funny. <laughs> I do my bones, that's how much I like you. Please, please. And I go through special after special after special, dying to laugh, wanting to laugh, praying to laugh. But just no. doesn't happen, no? No. Really? This is your whole act. Really? Really? <laughs> I don't think so. Really? Really? That should be the name of your next special. Really? What should the name is of, round. Really? What, what, should be, what should be the name of You're your next special? You're probably a member of the... Oh, go ahead. You'll come no, up just, with funnier stuff than me. Sorry about that. <laughs> I tried. It was almost an hour. I'm, I, I tried. Okay. I can't get right, a Netflix John, special. John? Too funny. Mm. You have a five. I can't get one because I'm too funny. How many do you have? Ten? No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't sit around counting how many specials I have. Oh, because you I have think, so many you I lost think count. You do. No, because I move on to the next thing and try and challenge myself and grow as a person. And what unlike would that you. <laughs> and what would that be? April 18th, I'm doing my singing show at Vibrato. Comedy sing with Randy Waldman, your helicopter instructor. You know what? I would go there and heckle you, but I love Randy too much. He's the opposite of you. He's a sweetheart. He's a caring man. And he's a nice man. 
Very nice. You man. know what? And I, I don't have to fucking figure out how to tolerate him. And he's one of your people. You know what? I just he's one of your people. That's right. And he's a nice guy. <laughs> and he's uh, generous. I just realized the difference between you and me. Talent versus my, no talent. No. My everyone goes. Well, how are you funny? I go. All my characters, and it's character. I'm I'm acting. It's an arrogant idiot, but it's a character. But with you, you actually are an arrogant idiot. Wow. We'll be right back. You should have rubbed your chin at the end of that. All right, John. You mean both of them? Hmm? <laughs> well, I why, would rub my chin. Why, I can't you know why, find it. You know why God gave you two hands? <laughs> so you could rub, rub both, both your chins. chins. There you go. You can use that. I'm way ahead of you. All right. Way ahead of you. All right. What's bigger, Speaking your, your second chin or your ball sack at this point? Which hangs I lower? Don't, no, I just wish I would have brought my sunglasses because that glare off your head is literally burning my Oh, eyes. we get it. I'm bald. No, do you Jesus. get it? Jesus. Am I talking to you or is that just a penis with eyes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, By the way, if anybody's taking this seriously, this is all... That we do, and I most of and here's I the thing. Here's the thing. Genius. If I ever read our tweets, I mean, that would be the end of both of us. I'm going to give you a very big compliment. Not only you're a great comedian, you stand up, but you are truly a great actor. I don't know how you did it, but uh, the King of Staten Island, your acting was um, you were amazingly great. Like, very rare that people can do both. There's I, me. Yeah. And there's you. <laughs> no, it's true, though. It, it's very rare. Well, I enjoy doing it. And like you're acting on a you know, deep, sorry, a level, though. You'd, you'd, I mean, like if you were just an actor, you'd be, he's a great actor. Well, I got to be honest with you. I'm, ha I'm happy that I'm not just an actor because for whatever reason, they don't want to pay actors anymore. It's fucking unbelievable. Well, no, well, the reason is when uh, they paid, Mark Kant decided to pay Jim Carrey 20 million on Cable Guy. And uh, everyone else, was, like Schwarzenegger and Sloan, they were getting 15. So then they said, well, if this is a terrible if he's theory. getting 20, then, then no, I'm going to tell you, then, then we should be getting 25, 30. So the money, that extra 5 million that would go to actors like me was gone. The That's not what actors. happened. They devalued everything because they give every. They, you can watch every movie now and every documentary and every TV show for twenty bucks when you used to pay like ten bucks to see each movie. That's why there's no money. That's what I think. It's been like devalued. It's like fucking Spotify. Music is now free, and then all the money goes to the people that own Spotify. Nothing has to do with Jim Carrey. And they paid him twenty million dollars, and his fucking movies made like two hundred million. So they were plus one eighty. Why are you staring at me like you're fucking having a stroke? Say ADD. I hope. What? I sorry. I, I uh, you were so articulate that my brain shut down. No, it is because of that. You weren't. Okay, John, if you weren't so hideous, you weren't working I'd give you then. the hug that you. You need. weren't. Work, what were you doing uh, 30, 20 years ago? Were you making movies? I was inspired so to get into the business. Out of your ass! I'm telling you what happened. I was inspired. You inspired me to get into this business. I was like, if this ugly puss can get on TV, <laughs> anybody can. John Lovitz, everybody. John, I love you to death. I love you too, Bill. Yeah, dude. I have an unbelievable respect for all of your work, and I can't believe that I even know you. And I, one of my favorite things in this fucking business is texting back and forth with you. There's, you're, you're a fucking gem, and you're a sweetheart, and he's an unbelievably talented guy. Go see him.
April 18th at Vibrato with the great Randy Waldman. Go see him February 20-something at the Laugh Factory in... No, 15... 15, 16, 16 and 17. At, at where? At the Tropicana. At the Tropicana. The, the next month, April 2nd, they're closing the ho- their t- hotel. The Tropicana, they're closing it. They're closing it. And they're ending on a high note with the great John Lovitz. See? That's called a compliment. You should fucking try it sometime. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Your dog is fucking cute as hell, man. I got to admit. Is that how you meet the ladies? You fucking dirtbag. When he was a puppy, I did. Not now. Oh, not now? What's he bringing in now? Octogenarians? Hey, huh? Yeah. What's, what's, what's the wrong? oldest? What would, what's the oldest you'd go? What's the oldest thing you'd bend hot, over? Hot 90-year-old. You'd bend her over a Davenport? She was hot. Yeah. Yeah. I go to nursing homes. Hello, ladies. I don't want to disrespect women out there, but there's... You one, like younger men? There, there, there's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. I love you. Thank you so much for coming in. I know it was a Thank you, Bill. Ready. I'm looking forward to coming back next week. Okay. All right. The great John Lovitz, everybody. And his dog. Look at your dog's wagging his tail. It's so exciting. This bullshit's over. All right. Have a great weekend, you guys. Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, February 1st, 2016. What's going on? There you go. The first month of the year. Is out of the way. An old Billy Booze bag has been doing really well. All right. Last time I got hammered. Last time I got hammered was uh, the last day Verzi was out here visiting me. Whatever fucking day that was. It was like the second or third of uh, January. And um, I didn't drink for the rest of the month. Other than the fact I had eight beers left over from uh, the Rose Bowl. So I just drank like one a day for eight straight days. Um, always wanting a second, forget about a third and a ninth beer, but I, uh, just, I just had one. That was it. So it's not bad for me. You know, I went like three weeks without drinking then eight straight days. I only had one beer. And then yesterday I didn't have any beer in the fridge. I might have a Guinness left, but I didn't drink it. So, um, you know, we were out here. It was Sunday. It was fucking raining to beat the band. Is that the fucking expression? To play the band? I don't know what. It was fucking pouring out here for like legitimately the almost the entire day, um, which is great. We could probably use about 90 more of those days, but it was good that that was happening. So um, I just fucking stayed home. Didn't do shit. Last time I did Joe Rogan's uh, podcast, he gave me some elk meat that he had. Uh, he fucking killed an elk. He murdered it premeditated the man got in his car said i'm gonna kill a fucking elk but he didn't know which one so we can only get him on second degree murder and i became an accessory to the murder when i agreed to take some of the carcass off his hands uh (laughs) now he just gave me these two like giant like softball sized things of elk and they've been sitting in my freezer so uh, i heard the meat's really lean and that it could be a little gamey. So I just looked up some recipes and there was something there for like elk chili. And um, so I, uh, I made that yesterday. And, uh, and it was fucking delicious. Of course, the lovely Nia goes out there and be like, is this done? This doesn't look done. This doesn't. 
I guess I'm just not used to chili with this like consistency. This looks more like a stew because it wasn't any tomato paste in the recipe. It was still delicious. It was definitely a little more watery. So she had to go out and go fuck with the whole thing. And I'm eating the one that I made and I'm enjoying it. She just keeps in like the other room, just kept going like, yeah, I don't know. I just think it needs like more salt or whatever. And then finally I was just like, will you shut up? It's fine. Fucking time I go out in the kitchen, she fucking nitpicks whatever the hell it is that I'm making. It's fucking unbelievable. She makes something, I eat it. How, eh, it's good. I go out there and go to the fucking spice rack. You know, it's, 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 it's rude. It's rude. So we got into it, you know, as we always do, right? Get into it a little bit. Then she laughs, tells me to go fuck myself. And then she g- gave me her version with the tomato paste. And you know what I said? I said, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I like it. You know that? Guess what I really felt? I felt the first one tasted better. She thickened it all up with this fucking tomato paste and then made it like sweeter and, uh, you know, did it to the whole fucking pot. So, you know, we had a giant pot of it. So I was like, well, I can handle what the fuck she did to it. If it's just mine, I got to eat the whole pot. So I just rolled with it. Just one of those times you just sit quietly and you nod. Yeah, okay. That's what you did over there. All right, I'll approve that, you know. Anyways, um, underrated elk meat. Got to throw it out there. It's fucking delicious. So then we're fucking sitting there, right? I take my dog out. There's a little uh, break in the um, in the in the weather, so I take my dog around the block, and uh, blah 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 blah. And I come back in, and Nia's like, "Hey, you know what? Want you want to have a pot cookie?" And I was like, no, I don't. I got the podcast to do. I got some bills, mail, and shit I have to do. She's like, come on. It's fucking raining. We're not going anywhere. This is a perfect day to have a pot cookie. He's like, I I don't like that shit. It gets me too fucked up. I feel like I'm hallucinating. I don't want to do it. She goes, no, these are really mild. These are really mild. I know everybody out there who fucking consumes those things right now is laughing. No, they're really mild. So I go, all right, fine. So I fucking eat this thing. Right? And it comes on really slow. It's mellow. And I'm like, all right, I can deal with this. Just sort of just be chilling out and be relaxed. And then all of a sudden, just fucking to the moon, Alice. Right? It's like fucking tripping. Not like literally, but it was just like, you know, I closed my eyes and my feet would feel like they were nine miles away from me, you know? And uh, that was it. I took it in the afternoon, like around four o'clock. By 5 o'clock, that was it. The day was over. So now here I am. I got a bunch of shit to do, and I'm trying to cram this crap in there. I really don't, I don't like it. Um, Pothead's idea of what mild is is not, you know, now I'm sure I'm going to get a bunch of fucking... get a bunch of fucking emails from people going like, this. you want this sativa fucking uh, Asian-infused strain of weed man i just don't give a fuck right i mean i was like just i was watching tv just dying laughing at everything that fucking came on there my wife made some cornbread with the chili and i started doing like a cornbread commercial you know hey guys what's better than than a bowl of chili that's right a nice piece of cornbread hi do you know me of sure we all do i was just doing that shit and i was the funniest shit ever to me and neil was looking at me like what the fuck's wrong with you i'm like what do you mean what's wrong with me Uh, you fucking drugged me 
I swear to God, you know what I think it was? I think the horror of me being around for 24 hours with that weather, she got like cabin fever and she literally drugged me because she was able to handle it fine, which is making me think she took less and she was just sitting there watching TV and I'm saying all this shit that's making me laugh and she's just sitting there totally quiet. I'm like, I go, am I bombing over here? She was just like, no, no, no. I hear what you're saying. I'm just watching the show. And I'm like, how are you that fucking... Like, I'm still a little fucked up right now. <laughs> like, 24 hours later. I don't know. So anyways, that's why I like alcohol. It slowly comes on. I know where it's going. is isn't like you grab a beer and you're this. I wonder what this does. What's the end? No, this, this is a mellow drunk. And then all of a sudden you, you get, like, fucking 20 times drunker than you wanted to be. I mean, that can, start, that can happen, I guess, with hard stuff. Um... I don't know. I just feel like the amount of fucking edibles you have to have to start to understand what they do to you, it's just not fucking worth it. So uh, that was my one pot cookie for the year. But anyways, I haven't had a cigar since the 8th. Um, so I did it. I'm trying to be two cigar a month guy. And I did it in January. I had one at the Rose Bowl and I had one on the 8th. And then uh, now I got a whole fucking month ahead of me. So rather than smoking on the 1st, you know... I'm just going to fucking chill here for like a week to 10 days. And then I figure I got two. I can smoke. I'm really just taking you through my whole fucking uh, bad habit uh, schedule here, aren't I? Um, oh, speaking of cookies, by the way, I bought two boxes of Girl Scout cookies from this lady. You know, it's never the Girl Scout anymore knocking on the door. Thank God. Thank God, with all the, the, the uh, to catch a predators, they probably got sick of getting the door fucking slammed in their face. Ding dong, you open the door. Hi, I'm selling Girl Scout. Ah! <laughs> Get slammed the door. <laughs> fucking yelling at your dog. You saw nothing happened. So anyways, um, now they're just sort of sold by adults as far as I know. So I got two boxes of these fucking things. And um, I just and I finally realized the amount of time that i've always felt like the girl scouts made the cookies because they were called girl scout cookies and just somewhere maybe in, in the middle of this country somewhere around fort knox like the uh the united league of of american u.s girl scouts has their headquarters and they just had these giant tubs where they just stirred up cookie batter once a year and they got them out and um after finally thinking about it and looking at the professional packaging, I'm 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 going to go out on a limb here, and I and I'm going to say I don't think I don't think any Girl Scouts make any of those fucking cookies. I think they fucking outsource it, right? It's probably made by children, Central America. They sit there crying how hard they have to work, knowing they're never going to get a bite, you know. And then one of them actually steals a cookie, and there's some psychotic disciplinary action that's taken let's google this shit huh shall we this is like the new segment now they'll just you know back in the day you should just talk now i'm actually going to look it up here who makes girl scout cookies all right girl scout cookies all right girl scout cookies are cookies sold by girl scouts oh thank you thank you wikipedia girl scouts of the usa or GSUSA, as one of its major fundraisers for local scouts units. Members of the Girl Scouts of America have been selling cookies since 1917. 
Girls who participate can earn prizes for their effort. Fuck you! That's my name. Alec Baldwin comes in and screams at him. All right. The first cookies sales was by a scouting unit in Missile, the Mistletoe Troop in Oklahoma in December 1917 at their local high school. In 1922, Girl Scout Magazine, the American Girls, the American Girls suggested cookie sales as a fundraiser. Blah, 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 blah. From 33 to 35, countrywide organized cookie sales grew with troops in Philadelphia and New York City using the cookie selling model. So they're cooking their own ones. World War II, they sold calendars. In 1990, the National Council limited the bakeries providing cookies to just ABC Bakeries, a division of inner, inner bake foods. Oh, wait, I skipped over something. The 1950s, three more cookie recipes were added. Shortbreads, peanut butter sandwich, and thin mints. The classic. That's like the Beatles, Zeppelin, and the Who of cookies. Six types of cookies were being sold nationwide. Greater cookie sale due to the baby boom generation. They needed more. The Samoa was added in 75. All right, whatever. So ABC Bakers was making it in the 1990s, and Little Brownie Bakers, Little Brownie Bakers, a division of the Keebler Company. In 1998, cookie sale awards were instituted. With the 2005 trans fat controversy, the Girl Scouts moved to make the cookies healthier and provide nutritional information on the box. In 2009, the number of Thin Mints, Dosey Dos, and Tagalongs in each box was reduced. Why? And lemon chalet creams became smaller because of the increasing cost of ingredients and transportation. All right, so they're, 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 they try to make them with less, uh, less trans fats. Here's 10 weird Girl Scout cookie facts, and then I'll get off this fucking subject. I, I have dry mouth from that fucking cookie last night. Hey, when they legalize, like, pot at a federal level, do you think that they'll actually have Girl Scout-like pot cookies? You know, Jesus Christ, that'll be a field day. What is happening to this country? I mean, they're selling drugs. All right, number one, these cookies are older than your grandmother. That's not weird. It's not weird. Two, you can make the original recipe at home. You can make the original recipe of everything at home if you know the recipe. If you feel like taking a trick back in time and baking some boring stuff... Oh, this must be one of these hipster sites where they're over everything, including making fucking cookies. You can try the authentic, or they actually like making the cookies, but they're anticipating being insulted. So what they do is they make fun of themselves first, so you can't. Authentic original Girl Scout cookie recipe. It's not in the recipe, but they taste better if you dress up as a Girl Scout when you make them. Oh, that's a little internet joke. Only two companies make the cookies. Honey Boo Boo is banned from selling them. Thin mints aren't just delicious. They're mandatory. I don't know what that means. There is a cookie queen, and she's a master saleswoman. Oh, there's a non-sanctioned Girl Scout cookies weed strain. Of course. Girl Scout cookies used to cost less than a quarter. Everything costs less. There was a cookie shortage during World War II, of course. Not every cookie made the grade. Ah, Jesus, that was disappointing. All right, can I apologize for wasting the last fucking 15 minutes of your life talking about Girl Scout cookies? Um, 
Did anybody watch the NHL All-Star game? Fucking three-on-three hockey, dude. It was actually pretty entertaining, but not quite as exciting as I thought it was going to be because no one was going to take the body, dude. But it was still cool, and obviously seeing John Scott score a couple of goals. That's fucking hilarious that the NHL didn't want him in there. After all the money that they've made on fighting and all the shit that a goon goes through, you know, the fact that the fans liked him enough to elect him into the game, right? Then he gets fucking traded, sent down to the Midas, and they told him not to show up. Then he blogged about it like a seventh grade chick, and everybody went, dude, what the fuck? And then he was there, and then he scored two goals. It's like a Hollywood fucking movie. Hey, any non-hockey fans, did you actually sit down and watch the All-Star game? It's everything that you would have liked. huh? A zillion fucking goals, no fighting, nothing physical, people smiling after running into one another. Was it dumbed down enough for you there, fucking hoopheads? Um... I actually only watched the first period. It appeared like the first period was only like 10 minutes long. Is that true? Or was I under the influence of a pot cookie? Um, But anyways, oh, exciting news here. Exciting news for me. Um, I'm actually doing a gig in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Now, Wyoming is the last state that old fucking Billy Redface has never performed in. And at this point, um, I will have performed in all fucking 50 states and uh that being the fact that i don't know i have a little of that ocd right is that what it is no i don't know what it is i just like you know at first i was like you know what i'm gonna go to every baseball stadium then it became, immediately goes i'm gonna go to every fucking stadium that exists you know so if i start doing stand-up and then it becomes oh, i did i've done three states and immediately i have to do every state and then it becomes uh i have to do every continent you know Except for like Antarctica or like places that don't want me, right? But anyways, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I'm gonna be, first of all, I'm gonna be in Denver, Rocky Mountain High. And please don't bring me any fucking pot cookies. All right, I don't enjoy the high. I don't. I, okay, I, I just it's too much. On the 12th and 13th, I believe the. Uh, 12th and 13th is Wyoming and Denver or Denver, Wyoming. I don't know which one. And then the 14th is Valentine's Day. And that's, of course, when uh, young people go out because they're not smart enough to realize that, uh, that you can say I love you on any day of the year. You know, it's a great day to go out. Go out on like the 17th, you know, or the 16th or the 19th or the 21st. Don't go out right before. Go out after. Go out after. I say this every fucking year. You know, look at this. The Super Bowl this year is on the 7th and the fucking Valentine's Day is on the 14th. Now, those are two absolutely absolute shit show days. Now, obviously, if your own fucking football team is playing in the Super Bowl, you know, you're going to want to watch it with a couple other fans. Right. However, that doesn't mean that you're going to you go to one of those shit show fucking Super Bowl parties. So, like I said, as always, take the fucking game. Let it go for a good 90 minutes. Then you come in, you sit down, you blow through all the commercials, you blow through the fucking halftime show, fast forward through all of that shit. And then uh, when the game really starts getting down to it, you know, you're, you're caught right up. You'll catch up in like the beginning of the uh, the fourth quarter. Then you can just kind of watch it in real time. It's fucking perfect. And you don't blow your whole afternoon. <sighs> oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. No more pot cookies for me. Um, 
And then the uh, on the 14th, same thing. Just wait like two, three days after. When you can get a fucking reservation, you can go to the restaurant you want to go to, and they haven't jacked the prices up through the fucking roof. Um, and then you're done, right? Here's a good one, right? Because, guys, we usually don't get shit on Valentine's Day. So uh, I suggest don't get your wife shit either. Just take her out to dinner and fucking leave it at that. And if she's like, I thought you were going to get me something else, just be like, well, did you get me something else? And when she's like, no, you'd be like, all right, well, I paid for dinner. That's it. And that guarantees that you'll be in a fucking awful fight on Valentine's Day. How do you like that? See what I'm staring, staring you towards? Um, for the life of me, Bill Burr coming to Cheyenne Civic Center. 211? The fuck are you talking about? That can't be right. Bill Burr will perform at the Cheyenne Civic Center in Cheyenne, Wyoming on Thursday, February 11th. All right, so then on the 12th, I must be in Denver. Is that right? Jesus Christ, Bill. How do you, how, why don't you fucking know your own goddamn schedule? Denver. I ought to go skiing when I'm out there. You know, I ski once every 10 years. I really should take a lesson because that, that is just the... Uh, Blow your fuck. Yeah, the 12th. All right, so the 11th, Thursday, I'm in Wyoming, and February 12th, I'm in Denver. Oh, that's how it is. Very nice. So there you go. The Cheyenne Civic Center. You know they always have fucking rodeos and shit there, right? What goes on there? Toby Keith. Cheyenne Civic Center. Civic Center. It's be like some old ABA building. Images. Jesus Christ, look at Cheyenne. This looks like a fucking opera place there. An opera bill? An orchestra. Um, the Cheyenne Civic Center. Hey, Going to Cheyenne, Wyoming. What are some of the great things that happened in Wyoming over the years? Huh? Only thing you always hear is bad stuff. Isn't that place where, the, where they tied that poor kid because he was gay to the fence until he died? This isn't good. They don't have any sports teams. The fuck am I going to Wyoming for? Wyoming. This is where like Ted Turner can ride his horse all over the place and be like, I own that. I own that too. Get off of there. Or I'll take you out of your your basic cable package. Take my my, my fucking TV out of here. Um, Don't ever start any shit with Ted Turner in, in Wyoming. All right. Because he's going to come and arrest you, and then he's going to be the judge, and he's going to throw you in. He owns the whole fucking state, doesn't he? I believe he does, right? I don't know. Anyways, let's get to the fucking reads here for this week. Oh, Billy all over the place. All right. What do we got here? The first read. Oh, look who's back, everybody. Sherry's Berries. We'll split it up. Um, you know, I was actually debating watching the Super Bowl by myself and doing a little bit of commentating during the game. You guys seem to enjoy that. Um, maybe I'll do commentating during the shittiest, most boring parts, but then I'd have to sit and watch it like whoever's opening. And I know Sting's playing the halftime show. And as much as I want to go see him and and Vinny Colaiuta's on my bucket list, like that's not the right band for halftime at the Super Bowl. Huh? 
every breath you take and every move you make. He's going to have to go more up-tempo shit. What do you think Sting's going to play from his repertoire? Huh? Anything off 10 Summer Tales? But that's not the queen of my heart. No, that's not the shape of my heart. I can't play that song. Bow now now, ba da ba da boo. Bow now 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 now. What song was that? Boom, doga dago. Fucking song was that? Then there was a song about the brothers. The one that he was a coward. None of that is going to play well. You'll probably play synchronicity, right? You had a football game. That's stadium rock to just sit there going, whoa. All right, bunch of old baby boomers singing along, a bunch of kids going, that's not dubstep. Um, yeah, dude, I want to fast forward through all that shit. Yeah, I'm thinking about maybe commentating on some of that stuff. I'll just do like, uh, maybe I'll just do like three minutes of the game, you know, because I think it'll get boring after a while, you know. Um, at least I'll, if I'm going to get bored of myself, I would think that you guys would get bored. No. Um, all right. Let's plow through here. So I don't have any booze in the fridge, so I'm just, I guess, the month of, uh, I sort of half-ass committed to this, like not boozing. Is that a bad thing? What the fuck is the other? Oh, there it is. Sorry. Um, talked about everything. Pot cookie raining out here, Shane. Oh, I haven't been on the fucking road in weeks. So um, I might be doing, wink, wink. Oh, I am doing a show this week. That's right. I'm doing the... Uh, Dean Del Rey, Del Rey at the El Rey. Oh, Jesus. Um, a night of comedy and rock. Uh, Dean Del Rey's 50th birthday party. He's going to have, um, you know, he's going to have Joe Rogan, Chris D'Elia, myself. Um, I know there's a couple other comics. Uh, Red Band's going to be down there. And I want to say... I want to say there's maybe one other comic. And then after that... Um, Dean Del Rey is going to front a band um, that will include the likes of Rudy Sarzo, Dave Kushner, Dave Lombardo, uh, Tracy Guns, Gilby Clark, all these rock stars. And he's going to sing the entire Highway to Hell album. And uh, old Billy Redface might sit in for a song or two. But it's going to be a great night. You can get tickets at uh, goldenvoice.com. And also... um, I might be doing a uh, a surprise show somewhere locally because I got to run my hour. So when I go to Cheyenne, Wyoming, when I get out there, check out the spread. I want to make sure they're going to be on my game. I don't want people in the crowd being like, what the fuck, man? You made us wait to be number 50 for that bullshit. Walking around in the John Denver fucking sheep coats, right? Got the sheep lining. Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Bill, we don't talk like that. We talk like this. That's what Wyoming's all about. I'm going to the Capitol, man. Um, do they have open carry in Wyoming? You know, I made such a big deal about open carry in uh, Texas. And it uh, turns out that they've had it in Oklahoma for years. And there hasn't been a fucking problem. So um, that's kind of a non-story. And then it, I think that kind of adds to the touristy vibe. Of going to Texas and seeing people walking around with holsters, you know, maybe you can see have somebody have a fucking shootout over like a parking 
parking space a duel, right? Draw. Uh, yeah, worst case scenario, just a bunch of people that I don't know die, which is uh, considering with global warming and overpopulation, I think it's a good thing. I think they should have open carry. Uh, they should have everywhere. Everybody strapped. It would probably actually end up being safer when you think about it. Because I know like New York City, for as much as everybody talks about how dangerous it was, uh, I just found on the, on the subways where, where all of a sudden you were riding in the car with fucking everybody. It's all mixed up. There, there was a certain level of heightened courtesy because you didn't want to have a fucking problem. You know, it's the subway. It's New York City. You could get mugged. You could get the shit kicked out of you. So people fucking minded their business. So I think if you had a whole state of everybody walking around with a gun on their hip, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic, you know, eh, you know, I could yell, you fucking asshole. But if you start shooting at me, yeah, it's okay. Go ahead, buddy. I mean, I have a gun, too. But, you know, what if I miss and you don't? By all means, go in front of me, you know. Like, if somebody's being weird to you and you're at one of those ATMs that's on the outside of a building, yeah, it's a very nervous moment for you. But if you're in your car and that same person cuts you off, you're, yeah, fuck, fucking kick the shit out of you, you fucking dickhead. You're all tough in your car, which can lead to road rage. Now, if you know that that guy is a gun, he could just simply, you know, point it out the side of his car and just shoot in the general direction of your car. You figure at the very least he's going to hit the radiator, right? You have that steam coming up like in every fucking movie. Just a good old boy, right? You're probably going to mind your fucking business. Maybe that's the secret to ending all wars. Everybody's strapped. and You have the gun out. You just walk in, and every time you just walk, you just the gun's already pointed at somebody. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? All right, that's great. You know, keep the conversation short and sweet. I think I just solved all of our all of our problems, right? Everybody's strapped with a loaded gun out, pointed at somebody. Safety off. Cause you to be more relaxed, you know. Although you couldn't have safety off, because then when people fell asleep, you know, it's like falling asleep while you know smoking. You can light your bed on fire. You might squeeze off around, which doesn't even make sense, right? Because you got to put pressure on it. Unless you're having one of those dreams, you know, you ever have one of those dreams where you're falling or somebody just gives you a leg sweep, sweeps your legs for whatever reason. And you get fucking tensed up, maybe then, then you shoot yourself in the foot. I bet podiatrists would be all, I bet they're all for open carry, you know, the foot doctors. All right. You want me to do some reads for this week here? Let's get into it. Um... Where are we? Come on, Bill, for God's sakes. Oh, I was on the right one to begin with. Oh, hey, by the way, does anybody know, like, when a fucking, for whatever reason, you download an album off of iTunes, and then for whatever reason, it just sort of disappears off of your phone and then fucking reappears because you haven't hooked it up to the computer, you know what I mean, with your phone, and that makes it legitimately on your phone rather than just going through the air or whatever the fuck's going on right you know because you got the wi-fi on and then the wi-fi shuts off and then the album disappears so then you're old like me so you download it again and then you got that album and then the the the, the first one comes back and now you got doubles how do you get rid of the other one i've gone into my itunes and i've gone to delete it but on my phone it's still in doubles i don't know how to do it so 
the song ends and then it replays again. It plays everything twice. That happened to me with Van Halen 1984 and that Nas album Illmatic. And, um, as much as I love both of those albums, I don't need both songs to play twice. How do I get rid of the other one? If anybody can tell me, I would really appreciate it. All right. Okay, Kanye situation. Hey, Bill, red-blooded American male here who heard about the Kanye situation and was scared shitless. I'm not going to disclose whether or not I enjoy what he was accused of enjoying. Uh, parentheses, if you don't know the story, his ex Amber Rose implied on Twitter that he enjoyed a finger in his ass. Actually, it was fingers, plural. Yeah, I didn't hear about this fucking story, and it made me feel good as a human being that I was somehow out of the loop of this fucking news. He said, this scared me because it doesn't matter what you're into. If an ex says shit like that, you're going to get branded. Um, sir, you sound like your ex put a vase in your ass. <laughs> Anyways, he goes, it's how urban myths about gerbils get started. Unless you're fearless Jim Norton and you can say something like that with a smile on your face on the airways, it's a pretty tough situation to be in. How does a man like Kanye deal with that? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I went. I started to read it, but I don't. It just. I don't. If it is true, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's not. It's really none of my business. But for what I could tell from the article, he was talking shit about her. Now, had if she had half her hand up his fucking ass at some point, it's probably not a smart idea if he's sensitive about that part of his sexuality to be talking shit. Right. Which makes me kind of believe him that it didn't happen. Because you figure if she had that over him, if she was walking around with him like a sock puppet, right? That he wouldn't go around talking shit about her. I don't know. I got to be honest. It's one of those things that I, I legitimately feel is none of my fucking business. And uh, whether it's true or not doesn't make me look at Kanye one way or the other. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit what the guy does. And I also think, uh, I don't think you walk around talking shit about someone you used to go out with. Didn't work out. Fucking grow up. You're already married. You found somebody else. Leave him alone, right? I don't look. I don't know what happened, but all I know, he was. If, if it's true that he was talking shit about her, I probably should stop saying talking shit when we're talking about a finger up your ass. Um, you know, having said all that, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, I would think that there's a lot of rival rappers right now trying to write down words that rhyme with the phrase fingers up your ass. Uh, lingers in the class with fingers up your ass. I'm sorry. I don't know. There's, there's got to be something that they're coming up with. Now, that's an easy one too. If I was if I was a rapper and somebody said that my ex put fingers up my ass, I, all I would be thinking was like, God damn it, why didn't she say rectum? <laughs> At least make it difficult to rhyme something. Rectum, check them. You check them fingers up your rectum. No fingers, check them. <laughs> They're all clean going up your rectum. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Anyways, 
um, classes. I like that. How that's a hundred percent on him. What about her with the stinky fingers now? Jesus Christ! You got to go with the fist bump now when you go with into uh, when you run into Amber. Give her the old elbow. You want to stay away from that? Get a fucking tetanus shot. Funny if she sh- you shook her hand and then all of a sudden you just started fucking talking shit about yourself the way Kanye does. Um, all right, classes uh, in high school. Uh, hello, you orangutan looking motherfucker. I guarantee that this guy is the ugliest motherfucker. I really find that people uh, people who trash the way I look the most, especially on Twitter, never have like their uh, never have their picture. I don't look like an orangutan, do I? They're fucking older. They look like old people um, in a house coat. Uh, I am a senior in high school. Yeah, like a kid. Oh, you're probably 18 at this point, you punk. Uh, and this may seem childish to talk about, but I've been thinking about dropping one of my classes. This class is Music Theory AP. And I'm a straight B student, so I'm no genius. I talked to my teacher and guidance counselor, who both said it was fine to drop it. Music Theory being a unique class. What was that appendix right there at the end there? That didn't make... That was all part of that sentence? Anyways, recently I came into school thinking uh, that was this shit. I, I came into school thinking that this shit was over and I wouldn't have to take the class anymore, only to have the assistant principal of my school tell me that I would not be able to drop. At that this point, I'm frustrated because I'm very unhappy in the class, and the only one separating me from dropping the class is my prick of an assistant principal. Should I sack up and finish the rest of the year, or should I stand up from my case and become a stubborn prick in the process? The class gives me anxiety, and I'm not really into music anymore. I'm thinking about picking up a second English class. If the principal doesn't let me drop the class, I would probably end up skipping it every day because I hate the class that fucking much. Am I in the wrong? Any advice would be great, Bill. Thanks, and go fuck yourself. Um, well, when I was a kid, when you went to high school, you couldn't drop classes. That happened in college. You're a senior. It's February. Don't you get out in, like, the middle of May? Um... And if you transfer, do you have to make up the first two semesters or whatever the fuck it is? September, October, November, and December and January worth of shit in your second English class? I just tough it out. It's music theory. I mean, that sounds boring as shit. Um, but whatever, just tough it out. I, I just, I, that's what I would do. I mean... I mean, I would rather talk up tough. I mean, maybe I'm just speaking my, about myself personally, but I'd rather tough out music theory than to take another fucking English class, but that's me. Yeah, dude, just fucking tough it out. What's it giving you anxiety for? It's, it's a music theory teacher. It's not like they're going to be like... It's like the football coach is teaching it, is he? Yeah, fuck it. Tough it out. That seems like a class that... Even if you just halfway pay attention, you can at least get a C, right? I don't know. Dude, this fucking fucking hangover from this goddamn cookie. I I mean, I fell asleep last night at like 6 o'clock. I slept for like 12 fucking hours. I'm still exhausted. All right, being stung by shit. Hey, Billy Big Freckle Balls. (laughs) I love how you guys think I sun my nuts. 
Uh, your last podcast touched on being stung by spiders and shit. And you touched on stingrays. Uh, those fucks that killed Steve Irving. Uh, no, 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 no. He fucked with them, and the thing felt like it had to, to uh, defend itself. All right? I'll tell you right now, the, the rejoicing that wildlife did overall when the crocodile hunter got killed. I mean, the level of stress that he brought every animal that he came into contact with. All See, he's hunching up. He doesn't like that. The thing is in fear for its fucking life. And you're going up and you're fucking with the thing. So you, can, you know, in your little fucking booty shorts. Anyways, he goes, I'm Canadian. And I spent five minutes in an American ocean and was stung by a stingray. Well, all of your oceans are American, too. You live in North America. We're all Americans. But I guess once you say you're Canadian, I'm united. Okay, I'm a Canadian. I spent five minutes in an American ocean and was stung by a stingray. It felt like a hot nail being driven through my foot, and the pain went up and up for hours. It was the most painful thing I've ever experienced. Uh, let that be a lesson to all the listeners that stingrays are not something to be fucked with. Uh, nothing can describe that pain. It was insane. Love the podcast. Fuck you in Boston because they win so f- fucking always. Because they win so fucking always. Um, yeah, well, you, you know, this is the thing. We're not supposed to be in the ocean. Okay, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> We're not supposed to be in the ocean. We can't breathe in there. We can't see what's beneath us. We're completely vulnerable when we go in there. We're not supposed to be in there. That stingray has evolved to fuck up things that belong in the ocean, all of which are way bigger and way faster, generally speaking. Some giant fish goes to fucking kill the stingray. It's got to have enough juice in its shank to make a shark go away, I would think. So, yeah, you come walking in. You fucking pink feet come walking in there. If you're white, right, you go in there and you did just, yeah, it's over. I'm surprised they don't got enough juice to kill you. Because I know Steve Irving, what happened to him is he got stabbed in the fucking heart. I think it punctured his heart. What are the odds of that? I wonder what his fucking last thoughts were. He's probably thinking, ah, oh, Really? fucking stingray or is he just thinking ow let me just pull this out i'm sure that'd be oh no oh that's artery blood all right love the podcast go fuck yourself you know what's funny somebody in australia is gonna be offended that i'm actually fucking talking like they haven't thought about this shit wasn't it like 10 years ago what is the statute of limitations when you uh deliberately go and fuck with a uh, stingray and get killed by it that it's um that you can't keep talking about. All right. Beer drinking contest advice. Dear Billy Beer Bong, I'm a big fan, man. I listened to your podcast for a couple of years now, and I had the chance to see you, Verzi, and Botnick at the Chicago Theater. Great show. So I've been roped into a beer, beer drinking Olympics, parentheses for charity, by a buddy of mine. And being that I'm an old fuck, not quite where you are, I'm 38, I was wondering if you have advice in terms of longevity. Backstory on me. I'm a Canadian 
I'm a Canadian pocket square wearing Habs fan. I know. Fuck me, right? I don't give a shit. As long as you have a sense of humor about yourself. That can really hammer them back. Beer is my first choice when I drink, as I assume is yours. What would you do to get ready for something like this? Thanks and go fuck yourself. Um, well, you got to, I would think, aren't there going to be different events? You know, there's got to be drinking beer. There's got to be drinking hard stuff. Is it all just going to be beer drinking? Wait a second. I was wondering if you have any advice in terms of longevity. All right, as far I thought you meant how to how to live longer. You mean how to hang in there? Um, well, if it's a beer drinking contest, then I would just drink hard stuff leading up to it. You know, a couple of beers and have like your shots too. You know, I don't know. Build up your tolerance. This doesn't seem like this is a responsible thing for me to be telling you to do. I would be. I would just go there and have a good time. That's what I would do, and I wouldn't try to win a medal. You don't want to be the guy that wins that. The guy who wins that's going to have, like, fucking rosacea on the side of his face from booze, and, you know, it's going to look like fucking W.C. Fields. You don't want to be the guy that can win that contest. I would say just go there and have a good time, you know, and uh, stop short of being the guy that fucking pukes all over everybody. That would be my advice. Uh, all right, let me do the last reads here really quickly, and then I'll do the last question. All righty mercifully it has ended um all right let's get back to uh i got one more read here and then i gotta wrap this fucker up it's time for me to go all right dating in the workplace aka no jesus billy fuckboy burr oh hey by the way i finished uh the second season of top boy i highly uh i highly recommend it um all right there's a lady in my workplace that I have a huge crush on. But I fucked everything up by drunkenly telling her best friend at a company holiday party that I had a crush on, on her. I say fucked up because I know how females communicate. I might as well have just walked up to the girl I had a crush on and told her. I know from a past job that dating in the workplace fucks everything else up at work. Had told myself I'd never do it again. But for some reason, my brain couldn't say no to this girl. Anyway, I know this girl knows I like her from her best friend, and it made our work dynamic awkward just because when we interact now, both of us feel like we have to fulfill some sort of role. Well, you should have just walked up to her and said, hey, I got a little drunk. I said some things to uh, your girlfriend uh, that, you know, I should have said to you. I can't say that. That's too forward. Oh, the office just makes it creepy. You can't lean on anything as you're talking to her. You might as well just be standing there rubbing your balls. Ah, that's a situation. One day I said, fuck it, and half-assed her out to an art museum. But she had friends in town, said she couldn't. What pisses me off is that I used to hang out with my coworkers and this girl every now and then. Now no, no one invites me to hang out when they do. Uh, background on the company, it's under 100 people, and we're all in our 20s for the most part. Uh, what's the best way to pursue this girl in this situation, and how do I mentally handle the fact that it's affected my ability to hang out with my, co my other coworkers? I really want closure to this thing, whether it be a date, whether I date her or she tells me she's not interested, I don't care at this point. I really don't like the tension at work. Thanks, and go fuck yourself. Yeah, which says to me you don't really even like this girl. Like, I just want to ask around and get rid of the tension. Either she says yes or she says no. I really don't give a fuck at this moment. This is what you do. 
This is what you do, sir. You just, just fucking blow it off. Just blow it off. You don't give a shit. Just act normal around her. All right? Then she'll be going like, oh, he doesn't give a fuck. And then she'll probably end up being interested in you. Because that's how they fucking work. All right? Don't, don't hang out with the people you work with. Fuck someone you don't work with. You need to create a social circle outside of work. The people at work should be the people you see Monday through Friday. Okay? And then once Friday, see you later, guys. Take it easy. What are you doing? I'm getting the fuck away from you. Right? Then you go out. You can do your fucking black tar heroin or whatever the fuck you want to do. And then there's no awkwardness at the copier. All right? You already said you've, 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 you've fucked somebody that you worked with before and how that made your last job awkward. Yet here you go again. And for some reason, you're not even in a relationship yet. And it's already fucking up your, co- your, uh, just your, your interaction with your coworkers. Yet you want to pursue this thing? Dude, I, I would just let it go. Just let it go and uh, listen. You want to fuck somebody at work, don't try and fuck them, all right? Just come in with a big smile on your face on Monday and you know nobody knows what the fuck you did. And they're all hanging out with each other. They're all gossiping with each other. And eventually they're going to be gossiping about you. Hey, I wonder what he does. What's up with his exciting life, you know? And you're coming in looking like you're out there banging away and fucking having a great time going out in the town eventually one of these broads is going to be fucking interested enough and then you know what your dumb ass is going to fuck her and then it's going to be awkward again can't do it dude you gotta you gotta have a fucking your social sir you're fucking and you're drinking and all that has to be outside of work um unless it's a guy okay it cannot be you cannot fucking hang with women that you work with you can't do it because eventually your dick's going to make you say something stupid something's going to happen where that's going to get in the fucking way and it's just going to be a big, be a big goddamn problem. Uh, same thing. Don't hang out with your boss either. Hang out with somebody that's on your fucking level. And even then, dude, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hang out. You don't hang out with people you work with. You know, something always ends up happening. Maybe you do something dumb, and then your buddy can't keep his fucking mouth shut. You know, and then it gets to somebody, and then that you're up for your 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 review you don't get as much money you get passed over it's fucking stupid you're in your 20s you're going to make a you're going to make a bunch of fucking mistakes so don't do it with the people you work with all right have i said that enough times all right haven't said that um you want my super bowl pick um i actually like the broncos with the points if they're getting six and don't listen to me because i don't know anything about the broncos coach but I know Bill Belichick with Peyton Manning in that defense could figure out a way to uh, beat the Carolina Panthers. And I know what a lot of you guys are thinking, well, that defense and that coach and Peyton Manning just beat your Patriots and Bill Belichick. It's like, well, he didn't have the team, you know. Um, my only concern is that Denver's defense isn't as good as it looked against the Patriots because uh, we had that Swiss cheese fucking offensive line. We had injuries all that year, and Carolina looks really healthy. Their offensive line looks really healthy. So uh, I don't know. I think that bullshit that I actually said earlier where I was making fun of those those analysts is actually what I think. Denver better hope they win the toss, and I would say take the ball rather than deferring it, and hopefully you march down the field, score seven, give them a three and out, I think I literally think that they and then need to score again. Go up ten nothing. <laughs> this is my keys to the game. Denver win the toss. 
They need to go out there and somehow get it done and choose heads if it's going to be heads, tails if it's going to be tails. Then they got to take the fucking ball, ram it down their fucking throats. Yeah, just obvious shit. Nice time-consuming drive and uh, establish the run. Um, I think Peyton can do all right against their defense if they, if they uh, you know, if he has the fucking time. See, there's no way to say, really, Bill? What if he doesn't have the time? Does that make it more difficult? This is really hard. This is really, it's really hard to say something that isn't cliched. Um, my, my concern as a Broncos fan is that pa- the Panthers get the ball. They march right down the field and they score because what's his face? Peyton Manning is, is gloom and doom guy. That guy gets that look on his face. Peyton face is what me and my family used to call it, where he just, he just purses his lips and he starts looking downfield, shaking his head as he takes his fucking chin strap off after yet another three and out. That's the, that's the, the headspace Panthers want to get him in. If he gets into that, he gets into that. Why isn't everybody as good as me? Mindset, uh, it's fucking over. So, in order to keep him happy, I'd say that they got to score early. I'm back to that again. Ah, Jesus! Maybe I'll come up with something on Thursday. There you go, everybody. I take the Broncos in the points. I take six points. Fuck it, because every cunt out there is going to take the Panthers. Every cunt out there is going, dude. The Panthers are going to fucking destroy him. That's when you want to go the other way, because whatever that means that every fucking shithead out there is going to put money on the Panthers, which means the line will keep going up because Vegas is one again is going to want to get money on both sides of the ball. Thank you, Bill. Like we didn't know that. Oh, fuck you. I'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Go fuck yourselves and um, don't fuck anybody you work with.